The next mile, the brave side to the blind man. We down to the left child. We will survive in this country wilderness. Swimming through the waters of Babylon like a rebel fish. Jogalist, specialist, predator and survivalist. Spinning heaven's fire from his lips. Burning slave driver. Welcome listeners to Time for an Awakening on Black Talk Radio Network, new media for the new millennia. This is a history and current events program from a cultural perspective. We find this program necessary because Hosea 4, 6 states my people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. But we as a people will turn this around. Proverbs 4, 7 states wisdom is the principal thing, therefore get wisdom. Thought I get and get an understanding. Again, welcome to the program this evening with your host, Brother Elliot and Brother Richard. The number to reach us to join the conversation this evening is 215-490-9832. Again, that's 215-490-9832. We're streaming live at several locations. You can go to timeforanawakening.com, which is the homepage, and catch the live stream. At that location, you can go to www.blacktalkradionetwork.com forward slash time for an awakening. Again, it's www.blacktalkradionetwork.com forward slash time for an awakening and catch the live stream there also. You can go to abitumi.com, that's A-B-I-B-I-T-U-M-I.com forward slash time for an awakening and catch the live stream there. They stream out of Ghana. Or you can download the TuneIn radio app to any of your devices. TuneIn is a free app. In that tune-in search engine, just type in Time for an Awakening. There you'll see the icon, and you can stream your program live, even into your car if you have the Bluetooth capabilities or the auxiliary connection. Again, it's Time for an Awakening radio program with the live stream or the tune-in app. Drop us an email at timeforanawakening at gmail.com. Again, that's timeforanawakening at gmail.com. Time for an Awakening also has a fan page on Facebook. and that Facebook search engine, just type in Time for an Awakening radio program. They always see interesting content being posted daily by myself or Brother Richard. And do me a favor, before you leave that page, just hit the like button. That's Time for an Awakening Radio Program with the fan page on Facebook. And Time for an Awakening Media is there. Always follow the latest podcast of the various programs on Time for an Awakening Media. Interesting articles that you can read, download at later times, and share with your friends. Also, check out that Time for an Awakening Marketplace in our partnership with the BB2Me. Always interesting things in the marketplace all the time. Various African language classes, classes on education, economics, social systems, health, and much, much more being taught by professors on both the continent and in the diaspora. So again, make that one of your favorites. Put that in your address bar. That's timeforanawakening.com. Timeforanawakening.com will take you straight to Time for an Awakening Media. It's 707 here in the city of Philadelphia on this summer Sunday evening, and we're in the Sunday edition of time for an awakening <clears throat> our guest this evening and glad to have him back author attorney organizer and founder of the black lawyers for justice attorney malik zulu shabazz is with us will join us activist organizer and national and international ambassador for the new black panther party brother uh, momoja abadju is scheduled to join us and national ambassador for the youth against gang violence, Brother Maine C. 
is scheduled to join us also. We'll be talking about several events happening around Juneteenth uh, in uh, Natchez, also in Jackson, Mississippi. And we'll be talking about uh, some of the things that have went on in Buffalo uh, surrounding the racist killing of our people in the Tops supermarket. We'll get started with our special guest this evening after we come back after a brief word from our sponsors. Mr. Moderator, our distinguished guests, brothers and sisters, our friends and, and our enemies. <laughs> You are listening to Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasts or live programming, hit them up at timeforanawakening.com. All Insurance Incorporated, an African-American-owned and operated insurance agency and business for over 20 years, located at 231 Southeastern Road in Glenside, PA, with other offices in Germantown and West Philadelphia. Call now for commercial insurance quotes, homeowners insurance quotes, automobile insurance quotes, notary and tax services, representing over 15 major A-rated insurance companies, offering a discount on all notary services when you call in for a free quote. Call this number, 21 21- 215-885-2444. That number is 215-885-2444. 215-885-2444. All Insurance Incorporated. Before your roof becomes unruly, call Dooley. Dooley Brothers, specializing in shingle, rubber roofs, gutters, downspouts, and vinyl sidings. Call for your free estimate today, 215-224-3882. That's 215-224-3882. Dooley Brothers Roofing, the roofing experts you can trust. That number again, 215-224-3882. 215-224-3882. Before your roof becomes unruly, call Dooley. RG Electrical Inspections provides electrical inspections for realtors, licensed electricians, and homeowners. Licensed and insured underwriter, serving Philadelphia and surrounding area. Call today, 484-268-9837. Overworked? Suffering with an underperforming company, headache customer, staff, or vendors? Or are you a startup who wants to get it right the first time and avoid the costly mistakes? We turned a $24,000 a year odd job handyman service into a seven-figure high-end custom home builder and commercial contractor licensed and operating in three states. This is just one transformation created for entrepreneurs like you in various industries around the country. Not what you're used to from accounting and business consulting? Well, welcome to New Business Solutions. If you're ready to go beyond advising, coaching, and training and get implemented results, call 301-244-9072. Let New Business Solutions apply the best comprehensive administrative accounting, operations, human resources, management, sales, and marketing to help you actualize your vision for yourself and your company. From anywhere nationally, call 301-244-9072. Spelled new as in numerous on your device right now. Book your free consultation at newbusinesssolutions.com. History 
is a clock that people use to tell their political and cultural time of day. It is also a compass that people use to find themselves on the map of human geography. History tells of people where they have been and what they have been, where they are and what they are. Most important, history tells a people where they still must go, what they still must be. The relationship of history to the people is the same as the relationship of a mother to her child. From antiquity to the present, our people need to develop a new paradigm. It's time for an awakening with your host, Brother Elliot. Sundays, 7 p.m., Fridays at 8 p.m. For podcasting or live program scheduling, hit us up at Time for an Awakening at gmail.com. Welcome back. <clears throat> Excuse me. Welcome back to Time for an Awakening. It's 713 here in the Sunday edition of Time for an Awakening. Before we get started with the program this evening, I want to welcome in my co-host, Philadelphia activist and tour guide at the African American Museum here in Philadelphia at 7th and Art Street, Brother Richard is with us. Brother Richard, how are you, sir? Yes, sir, Brother Ellie. I'm, I'm doing fine today. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, 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 yes, I'm doing fine. No, wait a minute. Let me, let me do this, Elliot. I'm bragging. I'm bragging. I then took 67 walks around the sun today. And, um, and in being in conversation tonight um, with the brothers about um, what we're getting ready to talk about, I'm kind of really excited because it seems like um, that the conversation is going in the direction that we're we're really moving in a thrush in a in a in a direction where mobilization and organization for our own self interest is once again taking place um, in this moment. And I think this you know our conversation today um, tonight is going to flush that out. And I'm glad to be, as they say, I'm glad to be alive. Um, to be witnessing it. You know, Richard, um, in our sojourn here in this country, it's always been something that have moved our people into action. Uh, if you're talking about in the latter uh, stages of the, the, the 20th century leading into the 21st, if you look at uh, Montgomery, uh, Rosa Parks, and the other sister's name, her name escapes me, uh, being assaulted and thrown off a bus caused the people to mobilize and had the Montgomery boycott. Uh, Emmett Till, when his mother wanted to open casket and to be photographed and shown in Ebony Magazine, <clears throat> it caused black people around this country to start mobilizing. She wasn't necessarily showing it to white folks because in 1955, white folks didn't care what was going on to black people, period, like they still don't. But it caused our people to mobilize, and it caused the what we know now as the civil rights movement. But it's, it's sad to say, but it's always something that causes our people to come together. And maybe it was an incident in Buffalo that's going to cause some of our people in certain areas to to mobilize and come into action. I guess this evening has always been in mobilization and action. Uh, Jesus just, this is just what he does. Uh, before we introduce our guests and uh, Brother Abadjo, 
and uh, and Brother Maine is not with us yet. But uh, I guess they'll be joining us later on in the conversation. Let me read uh, what's going on and uh, that will be going on around Juneteenth uh, weekend in Jackson, uh, Mississippi, and in Natchez, Mississippi on June 18th and 19th. History is to be made in Juneteenth weekend, June 18th and 19th of this year, when the National Black Unity Convention convenes in Jackson and Natchez, Mississippi. On Saturday morning, June 18th, the National Self-Defense Training is taking place in Jackson, Mississippi, followed by the National Street Tribe Summit, which will be held at Grove Park in Jackson, also in Jackson. And on Sunday, June 19th at 12 noon, a National Defense Second Amendment Assembly entitled Gathering of the Great Armies will occur in the uh, Natchez, Mississippi, followed by the Juneteenth uh, Black Family uh, Festival at the Devil's Punch Bowl. One of the organizers for a lot of these things going on is our guest this evening, Attorney Malik Zulu Shabazz. Attorney Shabazz, are you there? Yes, sir, I am. Can I, can you hear me? Uh, I hear you loud and clear. Glad to have you back with us on Time for an Awakening. It's my, it's my honor to be on Time for an Awakening, and what a time we are in right now. I thank you for having me on. Uh, Attorney Shabazz, before we uh, turn our attention towards the the events that's going to happen down in uh, in uh, Natchez and and, and uh, Jackson, uh, let's talk about um, Buffalo. I know that you were there. Um, you always get the pulse of what's going on with our people on the ground, which really counts. That that's where uh, uh, the real uh, uh, feelings of our community lie. Uh, talk about the things leading up to what happened there and what has happened since, because there's a couple of things that I want to get your legal and also your, just your personal opinion on some of the events that have transpired since the shooting in Buffalo. But, uh, but talk about Buffalo because you, um, um, uh, convened along with, uh, uh, brother Baju, the black unity rally up there. And it happened yesterday in, in Buffalo. Yes. So I'd like yes. to, kind of get your uh, opinion on some of the things that have happened up until this point. Sure. I, I thank you so much. And I want to be clear to those in the audience that uh, I come on here in two capacities. I come on as the capacity of, as a founder of black lawyers for justice. Certainly I am on the front lines and in the courtrooms fighting for our people. And since the passing of the Honorable Hashim and Zinga, I have re reassumed the duties as the national chairman of the new Black Panther Party, which is growing in over 100 cities throughout the bounds of America and other countries throughout the planet. And it is true that the new Black Panther Party has been heavily involved in Buffalo, that we've been on the ground in Buffalo. And our national ambassador who's coming on, Mumoja Ajabu, he has been on the front lines in Buffalo, South Africa, and he'll be with us in Mississippi. And we are on the move. And I want to say as we open up here that regardless of the massacres, the murders, or the fears that black people are facing in this hour, that the truth of the old-time prophets remain true. And I say to you today, like Malcolm X said yesterday, that black nationalism 
is a best and the only solution for our people in this hour. And that is uh, the political philosophy of black nationalism, the economic philosophy of black nationalism, uh, the self-defense practices and policies of black nationalism is what will save us in this hour. I come to you today to remind you of what the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said, and it's clear in this hour that America is a modern-day Babylon and a modern-day Sodom and Gomorrah, and that his book is 100% true. His book of the messenger of God is 100% true, the fall of America, and that separation is the best and only solution for our people in this hour. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad's words ring true in this hour. Also, whose words ring true are the words of the Honorable Dr. Comrade Huey P. Newton, who teaches us, arm ourselves or harm ourselves. Arm ourselves and to or harm ourselves. And certainly, his words are, are, are a compelling call in this hour. And Honorable Kwame Ture, Stokely Carmichael, has given us solutions. We can't have our head down in this hour. We have solutions that have been given to us, and we are part of carrying them out. Organize, organize, organize. Kwame Ture, or Baba Stokely Carmichael, teaches us. And we are the students of Brother Khalid Abdul Muhammad. And so we are on the move, my brother. We are on the move. Uh, 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 for our people fighting for survival. Uh, so I, I want to say that Mumoja Ajabu is here on the line. And I also yes. want to say that we're expecting Maine C from Youth Against Gang Activity because we have not just to come here to talk about black people being on the defensive, we are on the offensive all throughout America. We are on the offensive. And Juneteenth weekend, Juneteenth weekend in Mississippi is going to be a, a a changing point in the paradigm for our people. And so we'll, we'll get into it. We'll talk about the big self-defense march in Natchez, Mississippi on Sunday the 19th, where we're expecting some thousands of black gun owners and Second Amendment advocates and groups from around the country and coming right up out of Mississippi who are saying that we are sick and tired of being sick and tired. We'll talk about that tonight. We're going to talk about the Street Tribe Summit, the Vice Lord, Crips, Bloods, Gangster Disciples, and Brothers in what they call used to be called gangs, and they're tired of slaughtering and killing black people and being on parole and probation and behind bars uh, like fools for the white man, and they're ready to be a part of a nation of our own and that's coming to jackson mississippi it's going to be historic and we're going to have a historic training we'll talk about the training headed by the best arms and self-defense trainers in the black nation they are going to be uh training our people by the hundreds near jackson mississippi uh it's it's, it's and so black nationalism and all of the words of the prophets that i brought before you malcolm elijah huey uh, Marcus Garvey, who lastly teaches us in this hour, up you mighty race, you can accomplish what you will, no matter how much this devil is killing us. We've taken losses and more losses. 
still in this hour, we can not only survive, we can thrive and accomplish what we will. Good afternoon and black power. Attorney Shabazz, I, I want to add, uh, Brother Baju, in this conversation uh, of the uh, activist and organizer, national and international ambassador of the new Black Panther Party, Brother Momojo Baju. Brother Baju, can you hear me? Brother Baju, are you there? I don't know what happened. He was there. I'm here. Oh, can you hear me now? I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah, your your audio is breaking up slightly, but I I can hear you. Good. Uh, okay. And my name is Ajabu. Oh, okay. Ajabu. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, sir. Uh, brother Ajabu. Um, no before I get to Attorney Shabazz back in on the conversation, let me talk to you as the uh uh the national and international uh, uh, organizer for the new Black Panther Party. Uh, after this incident in Buffalo, I- I've seen through published reports that our people want to start organizing in Buffalo to protect their communities. Uh, talk about it from your perspective, uh, what you have seen, the, the calls that have made to you to come there. Uh, let our people know around the country what is going on in Buffalo on the ground. Buffalo, uh, and uh, they are on fire. They understand. People in Buffalo, you know, bro, are on fire. Bro, brother Jabu, let, let, let me do this because you might, yes. your audio is breaking up terribly. Uh, what I might have you to do is just call. Can is is it possible that you can dial in on the phone? Brother Jabu. I'm going to text him the number to dial in. Yeah, good. Uh, 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 thanks, Attorney uh, uh, I think that's what I need to do right now. And, I, and what I want to say is I'm going to give him the number to dial in. You know what we'll do while you're doing that? I'm going to take a brief break because maybe he can come in. We'll, we'll take a brief break. And then when we come back, yeah, he was going to say <clears throat> Buffalo was on fire is what he was saying is that Buffalo was on fire and, and he'll probably be back on the line as soon as you come back from the break. Good, good. Uh, we'll uh, take a brief break. And when we come back, <clears throat> we'll continue the conversation with. Uh, no, I think he's here now. Brother Jabu. Yes. Can you hear me? I can hear you now. OK, good. Uh, Brother Jabu, let, let's let's uh, because I've seen through published reports that after this incident uh, in uh, Buffalo, this animal went into the supermarket and shot our people, killed our people, that the people want to organize there and start a uh, a uh, new Black Panther Party chapter there to start defending the community against these incursions. Talk about what's going on in Buffalo on the ground for our listening audience around the country. Yes, the people in Buffalo are on fire. They understand now and they cannot deny that they are under attack. We are under attack because it's hard to ignore 10 people dead in Buffalo. And they also understand that, that if we're going to stop uh, having casualties, we're going to have to start inflicting casualties. So, so uh, they have heard, arm yourself or harm yourself. They're tired of being harmed, so they are uh, 
about the business of getting armed. Uh, we had a brother Ashante from New York who is a master trainer. He spoke, and he's establishing classes there. There were people there from uh, Rochester, New York. They said that they wanted to establish a chapter there, and so they're going to invite us. Uh, when we were there, Mark Mariel, uh, chairman of the uh, Urban Early. League, mm-hmm. he was talking, uh, and the mayor was there, and they was talking about that they was going to uh, do economic development. Uh, we asked them, will economic development stop the murders that happened at the top friendly supermarket? Mark Mariel, uh, he says no. And he agreed that we have to arm ourselves or harm ourselves. Uh, uh, the mayor ran off the stage. Most of people were saying, we don't want to hear about money. We We'll take some money, but money is not stopping the bullets that, that, that have gone into those people's heads. We've got 10 people dead. And so uh, we picked up 100 recruits uh, this past weekend. Uh, we are moving forward. We're going to be invited to Rochester. We're going to mobilize, organize, and stop this annihilation of our people. Um, and there's some people who, who who fear that if we do organize and we arm ourselves and we fight back, that we can't beat that uh, white supremacist. And I call white supremacists crackers. They don't believe that we can do it. And we're here to tell them, shoot. The only way that you can beat a bully is fight back. We've been fighting each other. If we stand together and fight back, then there is nobody can beat us. We have proven we are the strongest people on the face of the earth. <laughs> what we have gone through, nobody else has been able to survive. They tried to take the uh, indentured servants through that. The white people that they let out of the jails of Europe, they brought them here and uh, it killed them. They couldn't stand the pressure. So they turned to the people that they found here, the Native American. They tried to put him through the rigors of slavery, and now it is hard to find an Indian anywhere. In fact, I live in the city uh, of Indians, Indianapolis, and you can't find a tribe of Indians nowhere. Uh, But they put us, people of African descent, through those rigors of slavery, we not only survived, but we thrived. Only problem with surviving and thriving, it broke us. It made us psychologically whipped that we didn't think that we could whip uh, that white boy like Peyton Gendron that came through Buffalo and shot 10 people in the head dead. We're saying that, look, it's time for it to stop. We've got 10 people dead in Buffalo. There needs to be a response in Chicago. There's going to be a response in Tupelo. There's got to be a response in Buffalo. We are coming together uh, in Mississippi on Juneteenth. We got the Crips. We got the Bloods. We got the Lords. We got 
gangster disciples, all of them are coming to say they're going to sign a truce. They're going to quit fighting each other and, and, and bind together to fight the common enemy that we have. Yes, up, you mighty race. Accomplish what you will. And it's all under the, the leadership and guidance of uh, uh, Dr. Malik Zulu Shabazz, who, who is organizing around the world. If we're going to become the majority, we've got to join the new Black Panther Party. And, and, and I'm telling you, this, this struggle, we can't wage this struggle without finance. Dr. Uh, Malik has spent buku money along with myself, but he spent the bulk of the money. We can't wage a war if we can't buy bullets. We can't get to 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 the stand down ever uh, area. So we're asking everybody if if you can contribute to our cash app dollar sign expenses nine nine eight six. Dollar sign, expenses, nine nine eight six. Broke people cannot fight a war broke. And so uh we're moving forward. And we're going back to to to, to uh Buffalo. Uh I've had a call. We've had a call from the, the Urban League. Mark Mariel's office. We got him on tape saying that we are right. You can go there and you can get $100 million like you've gotten here in Indianapolis, and, and, and that's good, but that will not stop racists from coming from Conklin, New York, and shooting people dead in the head at a Topps so-called friendly grocery store. If Topps was friendly, what's an unfriendly grocery store look like? And so, yes, sir, we are organizing. We are mobilizing, and we understand that there's going to be a fight, and we're going to fight back. Like power. Uh, Brother Jabu, the, um, the, the mobilization of our people there in Buffalo mm-hmm. is the, the, the struggle is similar in a lot of these cities. In fact, all of these urban areas. Philadelphia is no different. I think by us mobilizing and getting our people to understand the real enemy, then it'll stop the senseless violence and killing in these communities because this stuff has got to stop. And in order to do that, we have to educate our people to understand what we're up against here. And I I don't know whether it took uh, what happened in the market in Buffalo for the people there to understand it, but all of our people need to understand what we're dealing with. Uh, the efforts by yourself and Brother Main C to bring a lot of the street tribes together to understand that the man has been using a lot of our people against one another, flooding these neighborhoods with guns. And some of the brothers have been pointing the guns at one another instead of using them for self-defense to stop these rogue police and others from coming into our communities. So one question, because I have gotten published uh, uh, from published reports saying that after this incident, a lot of the 
violence that was going on in the neighborhoods of Buffalo, similar to Philadelphia and Chicago, any of these other urban areas, had stopped. Uh, can you verify that, uh, uh, Brother Ajabu? I, I can. Uh, while we were there, there were several organizations who hadn't been working together, but they called a truce. Right there in the park, had a meeting, got an understanding, and said, we got to stop the beef. We've got a common enemy, and it's not each other. We got a common enemy, and it came from Conklin, New York, and, 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 and now published report says that he was in contact with a federal agent, and it looks like the federal agent was the one guy everything and and see you got to understand that that buffalo what happened in buffalo is bigger than just buffalo there was the police officer that was supposed to be the security for the grocery store he had an invention and that invention would allow a car to have an engine that would run off water. You know what? I saw that. I saw that. Uh, um, uh, Boy, you look, let me let me finish. Go ahead. You saw that, yeah? Let me finish, man. Go ahead. All of this is on the ground. He got a visit from the federal government, not health, human services, but an officer from the Pentagon. When America starts sending soldiers, America is getting in a position to fight. He got a visit from an officer from the Pentagon. They wasn't trying to help his uh, invention come to fruition. They were trying to stop it. Because you got to understand the, 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 the part that energy plays in America's existence. America's whole economy is based on its dollar. And that dollar in 1972 used to be on a gold standard. It, one dollar you get it, go to a bank, you could get a certain amount of gold. But Nixon took it off the gold standard. In order for the dollar to continue to have value, he got OPEC, basically Saudi Arabia, to agree that all oil deals would be uh, done, paid for, with the U.S. dollar. So that is what props the U.S. dollar up. If you start putting engines in cars that run off of water, then the demand for oil, gasoline, is going to plummet. If the demand for oil, gasoline, plummets, then you're talking about the demise of America's economy. That cop got a visit from the Pentagon. And it looks like that the, and, 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 and Peyton says that when he went to do the recon, he knew that the police officer was there and he was going to have to take him out. Now, understand all of this is being coordinated 
Lafayette, they say farmer, but you know as well as I know, if you're the FBI, you never get out. You might retire, but you still have a relationship. And this guy is is orchestrating uh, this 18-year-old kid who's got these racist leanings to go through there and take out the, uh, make sure that he gets the security guard. And in the process of doing it, he takes out nine other people. He takes out the other nine people to cover up the hit that he was sent to pull on his brother because they did not want his invention to tank the economy of America. Not only did, did, did they do that, they say, now we, 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 we uh, uh, have got to cover up not only the, 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 the uh, hit, but we've got to have a cover so that we don't have all this race talk going on as the narrative in the news. And so they went and pulled this thing off in Texas because the agent lives in Texas. We got to connect the dots. They are playing chess. They ain't playing checkers. And so now, as you can see it, and, and you, can, you can see it every day, they will give Buffalo honorable mention but they go straight to Uvalde yes. about those kids. And you can hardly, you, you, you're not hearing what I'm telling you. I mean, if you, you can read it, but you're not hearing it on the mass media. <laughs> yeah, there, was a, there was a mass shooting in, in, in Buffalo, but we got 21 children. And then you find out that the, 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 the police who was supposed to be checked, uh, 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 protecting the children, the officer wasn't even in the building. And when they first told, told the story, they said the officer engaged the, 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 the shooter in the parking lot. And then when they got to research it, they found out that he wasn't even on the campus. So then, uh, even more strange, when the, the, the uh, 18-year-old in, in, in uh, Texas supposedly crashes uh, his parents' vehicle, he crashes it in a uh, in a place where the only door in the school that's unlocked is the one that he goes up into the school. All of this, you got to connect the dots. When they uh, initially come out, they said, well, a teacher was out there smoking. She prompted up, where, uh, opened the door, the locked door with a can, and forgot to close it. Then a couple of days, oh, no, she closed it, but it didn't lock. It's hard to keep up with lies. Evidently, she wouldn't go along with the story. And in fact, I haven't seen an interview with her. She may not even have been out the door. But it's so strange that the only door of all of the doors in the school that's unlocked, this guy finds that door. And then when he goes in, the police officer uh, has 19 other police officers to respond, and he tells them to stand down, which goes against all the way of his training. And people are saying, how did that happen? Well, it happened because it wasn't intentional. They were using that situation in Texas to cover up the assassination in Buffalo. 
We got 10 people dead in Buffalo, and there needs to be a response in Chicago. We shouldn't go willy-nilly. We should be getting down in Philly. We're in a fight. We need to arm ourselves and stop the harm that keeps coming to ourselves. Up, you mighty people. Up. We can win it. Hell, can't nobody beat us? If we get to fighting together, which is happening? And, and to go to your point about about the the, the, the crime rate and, and things uh, in uh, Buffalo, yes, it's down. And the same situation happened in Ferguson. When they, when they killed Mike Brown uh, and people got in the street, they said the, the crime went to zero. Because they understood that they had a common enemy. But that psychological machine, psychological machine got up off the floor, controlled by the feds, and it started that division talk, and, and now that, that crime rate is going back up. We've got to understand that, that, that we've got to stand down on harming each other. We can't win the war if we keep killing off our soldiers. It's time for us to, and I'm telling you, Mark Mariel, Mariel, however you say his name, Mark, he admitted after, after, and it was me that disrupted. His security was trying to put their hands on me. I had to tell him, get your hands off of me. Don't touch me. And the people were saying, the brother is right. Gave a standing ovation. And Mark Murray, they pushed him to say, well, yeah, the brother's right. Uh, getting $100 million to build a building will not stop the killing. You got to prepare for a fight. If you're going to get some money, give us some money to, 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 to uh, finance the brigade. And we need your help, people that are listening to me. We don't fight, we, but we need your finances in order to fight. Dollar sign. The cash app. Dollar sign. Expenses. Nine nine eight six. Dollar sign. Expenses. Nine nine eight six. Uh, when you talk about a military organization, only ten percent of the people do the fighting. Seven ninety percent do the support. We need you to do the support. We're not asking you to to uh, uh, pick up a weapon and get out here in the street. We are asking you to pick up a weapon. And if you got good sense, you already done, done that. But them youngsters, them crips, them bloods, them vice lords, them gangster disciples, they going to fight. They going to be the army. We've got to have the resources to support them. And we're, all of this, the visionary work of Chimp, of the new Black Panther Party, Dr. Malik, Zulu, Shabazz. We're going to Up, you mighty race. Up. Yes, sir. We're going to take a brief break because uh, I think the attorney's call dropped. I want to get him to call back in because I want to uh, uh, ask him a question before we uh, pass the mic to Brother Richard. 
Uh, what we'll do, we'll take a brief break, and when we come back, that'll give us time to get the, the attorney back with us. We're going to take a brief break, and when we come back, uh, we can continue the conversation. You can get involved, too, by dialing 215-490-9832. That's 215-490-9832. Uh, several guests are joining us this evening. Author, attorney, and organizer, for, uh, and founder of the Black Lawyers for Justice, attorney Malik Sulu Shabazz, or, uh, activist and organizer, national and international ambassador for the new Black Panther Party, brother Momoja Abadjo, Ajabu, I'm sorry, and national ambassador of uh, youth against gang violence, brother Maine C. will probably be joining us a little bit later. Uh, again, you can give us a call, 215-490-9832. That's 215-490-9832, time for an awakening. We'll be right back. Listening to Time for an Awakening. Time for an Awakening with host Brother Elliot and Brother Richard on Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasting or live program scheduling, hit them up at Time for an Awakening at gmail.com. All Insurance Incorporated, an African-American owned and operated insurance agency and business for over 20 years. Located at 231 Southeastern Road in Glenside, PA, with other offices in Germantown and West Philadelphia. Call now for commercial insurance quotes, homeowners insurance quotes, automobile insurance quotes, notary and tax services. Representing over 15 major A-rated insurance companies. Offering a discount on all notary services when you call in for a free quote. Call this number, 21 21- 215-885-2444. That number is 215-885-2444. 215-885-2444. All Insurance Incorporated. RG Electrical Inspections provides electrical inspections for realtors, licensed electricians, and homeowners. Licensed and insured underwriter, serving Philadelphia and surrounding area. Call today, 484-268-9837. Escape the digital plantation. Abibitumi.com, abibitumi.tv, abibitumi.tv.com, abibitumi.store are here for you. You are ready to be free of non-African social media. Don't run from danger, run to safety. Abibitumi.com is here for you. You are ready to be free of digital plantations to control your own products. Abibitumi.store is here for you. A-B-I-B-I-T-U-M-I, Black Power, A-B-I-B-I-T-U-M-I. The only word you need to know to join your global Kometsu Black family, to join your interconnected Kometsu Black communities, escape the digital plantation now. Abibitumi.com, 
abibitumi.tv, abibitumitv.com, abibitumi.store. We are here for you. Escape the digital plantation. that this problem needs to be solved and we can't keep relegating it to generation after generation because a few of us got a little money, a few of us got positions, a few of us have wealth while the masses of our people are going steadily down. No one man can rise above the condition of his people. See, brother said responsibility. Is it, is it that we should let them take responsibility to do for us? Or should we pool the knowledge that's at the table, the power that's in our community, the wealth that's in our community to change the harsh reality of black life in America? We have to do the job of fulfilling the black agenda. Thank you. message to the black man because the black man today is a man who has been made now almost into a laughing stock nobody takes the black man serious we're just used to be somebody's tool we are the sportsmen we're the singers and the dancers and we're also labeled as the pimps and the criminals and the drug dealers, and the killers, and the vagabonds of society. We're the bogeymen of British society and other Western systems. And we want to dispel that lie and destroy those myths and put the black man back on the map where we belong. Who is the black man? The black man is the original man. If it wasn't for the black man, no other men could be on this planet. We are the fathers of humanity. We gave birth to all of you.
How are you, Judge? How are you, Alderman? <laughs> How are you, Congressman? How are you? How are you, Reverend? <laughs> well, what can I do for you today, Reverend? You can't do nothing for me. See, that's what we got to be careful of. We got to be careful of who we bow down to. You see, when you get in your congregation and you talk this Jesus, this powerful Jesus that's sitting at the right hand of the Father with all power in his hand, then you go with your hat in your hand to the governor, to the mayor, to the president, begging for some crumbs. You have sold your God cheap. And you make the white man downtown disrespect all of us. Time for an Awakening is a proud part of the Black Talk Radio Network, the number one independent black digital and podcasting platform. Welcome back to Time for an Awakening. It's 8.57, almost 8 o'clock in the sunny edition of Time for an Awakening. Our guest this evening, activist and organizer and founder of the Black Lawyers for Justice, Attorney Malik Zulu-Shabazz, also activist and organizer of the national and the national and international ambassador of the New Black Panther Party, Brother Momoja Ajabu, and a national ambassador of youth against gang violence. Brother Main C is scheduled to be joining us this evening. And you can join the conversation too by dialing 215-490-9832. That's 215-490-9832. Uh, we're going to transition over when Brother C. Main uh, joins us and the, the attorney joins us back. Before we do that, uh, Brother Richard, uh, any questions for uh, Brother Ajabu? Brother Jabu, as a national and international organizer for um, the new Black Panther Party, um, one, you know, um, congratulations for um, the hard work that you put yourself in and engaged in. And and you heard me say congratulations because I know it's an honor to do and it is hard work. Um, but I'm, I'm, you know, I'm interested from an organizing perspective. And the incident that happened in Buffalo, and I'm going to call it an incident, right? Um, even though um, precious lives were lost, from an organizer's perspective and you um, being there, um, and also from the perspective of sustainability as an organizer, I'm going to ask you this question first. Um, you've been moving in in other areas where you're organi- organizing um, different people in different communities. Um, in this moment, what did you sense differently, if anything, amongst the people who did? And I said, I heard you say there was more than a hundred people that even wanted to sign up for the new Black Panther Party. What what is it um, differently that you sense um, from the members of that community, from the perspective of organizing in that community, that may be different other than the incident itself? Um, creating this um, need to organize, to self-organize? Well, it, it, it's hard to ignore 10 people dead. And these people knew these people. Buffalo is not that big. 
There was there was many of people. In fact, at the demonstration, there was a sister there who said her brother was one of those that was uh, uh, killed at the grocery store. And she got to crying, and we had to hug on her and stuff. It's hard to ignore ten people dead. And so, so what I noticed is people understood that ten people dead. They need to come together. They need to arm themselves or harm themselves. Oh, shoot, everybody understands that if somebody is fighting you, the only way that you stop them from fighting you is you fight back. And they were ready to fight back. And, 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 and surprisingly, Mark Mariel, who's there trying to use this incident to raise money for economic development, when he was directly uh, approached about economic development, raising money for e- economic development, would that stop the killings of races that are coming from Conklin, New York, to take our lives? He admitted, we are right. The new Black Panther Party under the leadership of Dr. Malik Zulu-Shabazz is right. We have to organize. We have to understand that there is a fight. And we can't be looking for somebody else to fight for it. The cavalry is not coming. We are the cavalry. And so the people were un- under the mindset that they had to pick up a weapon. They also were under the mindset that that, that a, a, a trained, a, a person with a weapon that is not trained is an, uh, a, a danger in the camp. And so they understood that they had to get trained. And they, they volunteered to pick up the weapon. Sisters uh, said, shoot, I'm, I'm, I'm going tomorrow to purchase a weapon. They were there with their children. They said that they was going to start training them and getting them of the mindset because all hands on deck. Well, let me ask you and this. When mama, when, when mama says, uh, uh, baby girl, baby boy, Y'all got to fight. Baby girl, baby boy, go and fight. Brother Ajabi, what I'm I'm wondering, again, I'm looking from, you know, as, and I think it was Brother Elliot brought up about um, after George Floyd, we've seen the kind of mobilization um, that occurred. And we see this all the time. And that's why I'm, I'm, and I know you're you're going back and and I know you you can only um, like gleam so much um, from a particular visit um, from the organizing. But again, I'm looking from the sustainability perspective. Um, so I'm ask, based off of your response, um, did you get the impression people in Buffalo already were armed but not organized, or they have to become armed and organized? Uh, uh, both. There were people there that were armed and not organized. Mm. And there were people uh, that were not armed and also not organized. Mm -hmm. They all understood, armed or not, that they had to get armed and they had to get organized. They got to get trained. Mm -hmm. You don't, you, you, uh, 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 they're trying to, and this is the psychological war that's being waged, waged upon us. 
there every time you hear one of those races that go off in our neighborhood, yeah, he was a loner. He was a lone wolf. Mm-hmm. Well, now we understand that he he was having conversation with twenty five uh, people, uh, and invited a number of people to 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 uh, watch his killing. Mm-hmm. Had his streaming on 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 a platform, and understanding that one of the people that 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 was responding and engaging him in this conversation, who knew that the 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 killing was going to to take off was a uh, ex FBI agent an ex federal agent mm-hmm. so 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 uh, when you talk about George Floyd uh, you you had black lives matter basically at the 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 the, the forefront of that but they were talking about a political so- solution they were talking about passing the law it's already against the law to kill people uh, at a grocery store. Passing another law will not stop killing people at a grocery store. And as egregious as George Floyd's death was, it was not as egregious. <laughs> we got 10 people dead in Buffalo. And, and you know, um, brother Jabu, the reason why um, hopefully I'm, I'm um, going down this line, w- w- this line of thinking um, with you, and I'm hoping that there are people from um, Buffalo who are are listening to Time for Awakening, because um, as you say, said that you know, like if I'm and correct me if I'm wrong, the next step is to help people who are armed to become organized, and those who will become armed. To become organized, that's that. I take it Both. that from the perspective, right from the perspective of New Black Panther Party, that's what the, the assistance is going to be. But one thing that um, struck me, and and struck me, and I guess you know, and you gave us um, how how you say how you say his name, Moriel, um, his yes. uh-huh. response uh, that because I see that the mayor Byron Williams, and you also made reference to him. It's interesting. He's been mayor since 2006, right? He was also the state senator. Uh, he was a black man who was the state senator of a majority white district. Now, from 2006 to um, 2022, there is only in Buffalo one supermarket. If I'm if I'm not uh, misunderstanding the information. So what I'm, what, the reason why I'm raising this, as we have to become organized with arms and get arms and become organized, we also have to become organized to be able to deal with the other things in our community to help protect ourselves, right? I mean, um, that would be, so I, I guess what I'm, I'm asking, um, you know, from your view, um, would this help um, those um, Black um um, Buffalonians to recognize they have to become more organized in taking control over their community, even though they recognize that um, what Moriel, uh, what you say, a hundred million? He was uh, well. That's what he has brought to Indianapolis, mm-hmm. and he was using that as an example of uh, what he has done. But uh, I live in Indianapolis. That hundred million dollars that 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 and 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 what that comes is in twenty million dollar increments. It's a five year commitment 
at twenty million a year. And the anniversary of the first twenty million has been spent and none of that money I know of uh has gotten on the ground. What they've done is they came up with a plan that they was going to study and have people tell them uh what the problem was. Mm-hmm. Uh and then those people who's doing the study split up that twenty million. So <laughs> none of that got out of here on the ground. And 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 and, shoot, and, and I told them because I, I was in the meeting. You don't need to study the problem, hmm. and you and and we well we need we need the people to tell us what the problem. If the problem, if the uh, what the solution to the problem is, if the people knew the solution, you don't think that they would have been done and enacted it. You 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 are the intelligentsia. You understand that that they uh, they living in poverty. You understand that the poverty uh, consists of poor housing, no food deserts, as they call them, bad education, lack of knowledge of, 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 of how to eat to live. Implement solutions that educate them in order to sustain themselves in a healthy way. And, I, and Brother Ajabu, I see that the, in, in Baltimore, the medium income is twenty four thousand. Say, let's say twenty five thousand dollars a year, which you is not Baltimore. Did you mean Buffalo? Buffalo excuse me, <laughs> Buffalo mm-hmm. is twenty five thousand. Probably the same. <laughs> yeah, um, but, but the question comes: like, what was the age of those who attended the meeting that you were present in general? Uh, it, it it was basically, uh, I would say twenty to thirty four. Oh. Uh, you had, you, yeah, you had, you had, uh, yeah, it was youngsters because mm-hmm. I'm 73, you know, mm-hmm. but you, you, you had, you had a sprinkling of people who were 60s and then you had some, some, some toddlers and, uh, uh, some young folks mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I, I mean, some teenagers and, and teenagers came up to me, man, we ready. Mm-hmm. This is my name. Put a star by my name. Call me. I got a posse. Mm-hmm. But we need to train your posse. Yeah, the, I, I mean, the soldiers were there. Mm-hmm. Women were there. Men were there. Them young gangbangers were there. They ready. Well, let me, let me and, ask you. And, and they, 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 they heard the word. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't Thunderbird. <laughs> I hear that. <laughs> and, and and this will be my last question, Elliot. Unless uh, you know, uh, you know. But I um, and I and I appreciate um, what you're doing, brother Ajabu. Um Yeah, and and, and 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 let me let me let me not take off, uh, any of the credit. All of this, all of this, was done at the direction of our chairman. Mm-hmm. Dr. Malik Zulu Shabazz. Mm-hmm. He's dispatching me. He's giving me orders. Mm-hmm. I'm just carrying out his orders as a good soldier does. And 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 because you raised it, and I want to, you know, I thought I I wasn't um, Elliot um, seemed to have been aware of it, but I didn't make the connection between uh, Mr. Aaron Salter Jr.'s um, invention and him being. Um, you know, um, also um, murdered. Um, so he, he, 
all of it was about him. Yeah. And the rest of it is a cover up. But do, do you think that, um, I mean, at that moment of the meeting amongst those young people, um, did you get any sense that they made that kind of connection? Or they brought this- it to me. Okay. So long. They brought it to me. I didn't know that when I got there, they know their community. Mm. And then when they brought it to me, I started researching it. And, you know, I'm a Vietnam veteran. I know how the military operates. I know how we operated in, 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 in uh, 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 Vietnam. And I know how they, they will, will want to do things, but don't want people to know that they done done things. And so that they will create distractions. And when I looked at it, I said, damn. That's what happened. And then uh, because of my understanding of the, 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 the value of energy, when you're talking about the economy of America, it was easy to put the dots together. They understood it. And then when, when I understood uh, and, and researched and found out that he was visited by the Pentagon and officers from the Pentagon, that's, man, the Pentagon's about fighting. <laughs> yeah, the, the, if you get a visit from the Pentagon, boy, you better be very concerned. If the vice president comes, okay. If the Secretary of State comes, uh, okay. Health and human uh, resources come, okay. That, that 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 might be some help. But if the Pentagon comes, well, you look. They getting ready. They preparing. They doing recon for a fight. And what they done? I'm telling you, it was a hit. And they and and and, and they sold so. The value our life that they were willing to take out nine other people, basically senior citizens, to take him out and to cover it up, and then to go and allow another uh, 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 cracker to kill them babies. And and, and 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 if you do the research on that, the parents saw them releasing the white kids and taking them to safety while the uh, gunman, gunman was up in there killing their kids. In fact, put one mother in, 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 in handcuffs to stop her from going into the, uh, the school. And it, and it, and it is, you got to connect the dots. Isn't it strange that all of the doors of the school is locked 24 hours a day except when the kids are being coming in and released? But in this instance, the police officer that is supposed to be there ain't on campus. They lie and say that the police officer that was supposed to be on campus engaged the gunman. The gunman supposedly has a car accident, and uh, lo and behold, the car accident happens where the only door of the school is open, they say by a teacher who says, no, it wasn't me. And you saying, oh, that's a coincidence? No, that was by design. I just, I just hope that, um, you know, the, um, and again, I'm speaking from the perspective of sustainability and 
and and the other conversations we're going to get into or what's going to happen in um, Mississippi um, for Juneteenth will help expand this. But I hope for those, um, particularly those young people who said, came to you saying they were ready, um, one, that they would um, look at, as you bring up about um, the FBI, uh, the Pentagon, that they, that you, that they, um, as they're becoming organized around protecting themselves um, with guns and getting guns and becoming organized, that they also become um, politically informed um, and historically centered of what was done when young people came to the same conclusion about um, um, protecting their community, specifically um, when the community created, and and I think it's generally understood, um, the the Bloods and the Crips were uh, were community organizing activities that were taken over by um, the government um, to to destabilize more than to organize. I think that it's important for them um, in Baltimore and for the time for listening audience to understand Buffalo. Can I say one thing here? Yes. And I'm in 19. May I? Or you at the end of your oath? Yes. Okay. In 1963, in Birmingham, September, that day I will always remember. Because that was the day, September 15th, that those four little children were bombed in that church. Martin Luther King and SNCC, and if you remember 1963, people of African descent did not have the right to vote. Martin Luther King, SNCC, they was pushing Johnson, look, the way to stop this is for us to have the right to vote. 1964, uh, Johnson came up with the Civil Rights Act, signed it, in the law. 1965, he came up with the Voting Rights Act, signed it, brought it into law. Martin Luther King and SNCC and the Civil Rights Organization, SCLC, was telling everybody that, that us getting the vote was going to stop them racists from bombing our children. Here we are in 2022, 55, 56 years later, and we got 10 dead in Buffalo. I'm not telling you not to vote, but I am telling you that the vote is not going to stop crackers coming from Conklin, uh, uh, New York, to Buffalo, New York, and shooting people in the head. We've got 10 people dead. And as you know, that the bombing of those children in 63 sustained the the civil rights uh, struggle for the next 30 years. Hopefully, we'll get at least that 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 amount of time out of this. It's hard to ignore ten people dead. Let me let me go to uh, four four in, in Atlanta. Four four. 
Yes, sir. I hope y'all hear me, man. I want y'all to hear me good, right? I hope that brother that had that invention gave an invention to somebody else. You got to share information, okay? In case one of us get bumped off, the next brother got sister got the information, all right? And number one, my brother, okay, you cannot fight a war without no good intelligence. So I got some intelligence for y'all, man. Elliot, I sent y'all something called Adam Wolfen, A-T-O-M-W-A-F-F-E-N, okay? My brother said something about they talk about a lone wolf. Hell no. They in collaboration. That's the name of the group. I sent y'all the intelligence work. That's what I do, man, for my people. Okay, it's called Adam Wolfen. They working together, man. Every time y'all see one of these shooters, they talking about that's a lone wolf. Hell no, they working together. Okay, I found the common denominator, my brother. And it was a group started in almost 2015, 2012. Matter of fact, called Adam Wolfen. They're in America and Canada. Canada. They are not the group. they working together, man. I studied the art of war. Elliot, I sent y'all the group. I do intel for my people, man. That's what I do. I bring intelligence to my folk, man. Okay? All right? So that's what that's my mission. So my brother and, and, and my man Malik Shabazz, the lawyer, we need lawyers to get these brothers and sisters to get their records sealed and expunged, man. Okay? All these damn lawyers, all that fat mouth talking. Okay, damn that. We need lawyers to get folks record sealed so they can get back to be citizenhood, man. But anyway, I got the intel, Ellie. I sent it to you, so I hope you send it to my brother. And there's another whole secret military group with 60,000 dumb soldiers. I got the name of that group, too. All right? It's called uh, 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 Resolute Insulators. I'm going to see you, see you the information on that, Elliot. And a whole, they got a whole secret military group with 60,000 damn soldiers in it, man, in America, right here. And I got the, I got the name of that. I'm finna send it to y'all, man. That's what I do, man. I work for the people. And please, my brother, y'all look up Adam Whooping. Elliot, please, when I see you, stop sending it to the people, man. Okay, they say, I ain't just be talking and shit like everybody else, man. All right, I'm on a mission. But number one, the first thing, we got old business, y'all. That devil in Orlando supposed to be planted by now. Y'all know who I'm talking about. I ain't calling no names to get nobody in trouble over the air. But that, we got old business to take care of, my brother, military soldier. We got to clean up old business first. Y'all know who I'm talking about. All right? So that devil needs to be planted down there in Orlando, man. But we do any goddamn, excuse me, Elliot, anything else, he got to be planted, man. All right? I know you worry about TND or whatever. going to be some more. All right, because I, I, I know the art of war. I don't, I'm going to stop before I start cussing and stuff, man. But y'all got the mission, man. We Everybody doing something besides talking. Time for talking is over, man. I seen y'all uh, intelligence. I'm an intelligence officer for my people, man. That's what I do. I specialize in intelligence for my folks. So I'm going to be quiet, man. But anyway, I love y'all, man. I sent y'all the information. Please share it. Thanks for your contribution, bro. Yeah, well, I agree. It's, uh, <clears throat> I, I agree we got to talk and walk. We got to talk because we got to educate. We got to walk once the education is there. It's got to be implemented. Uh, so, uh, and yeah, you, 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 the people in Buffalo understood that there's going to be more casualties. But when there's casualties in our camp, there's got to be casualties in the other people's camp. Once that starts happening, then the people in the other people's camp will, will say, well, now, uh, shoot, 
uh, maybe we uh, don't want these consequences. That's what stopped the war in Vietnam. The Vietnamese picked up the gun and put the American soldiers on the run. When I was there in Vietnam, Saigon Mary set up a PA system outside the perimeter of Saigon, and I didn't hear this, but I heard about it because it spread across the, the, the country like a wildfire. She 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 asked, she said, she said, uh, uh, black man, why are you over here fighting us for people who are fighting you in America? Yeah, we quit fighting. It 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 it, 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 it spread across the nation. Uh, like wildfire. That was 1969. We quit fighting. 1968, they they killed Martin on my way to Vietnam. 1969, uh, on my way out of Vietnam, they killed Fred Hampton. Here it is. They done killed two people who's fighting for our rights, and we always have fighting for them. What kind of sense that makes? But we hadn't thought about it like that. There was, it, it, I'm 19 years old. I hadn't thought about it like that. And me and a bunch of other brothers. And we sat down and said, damn, we got to go to Vietnam and let the Vietnamese wake us up. And so that's when we made a pact that if we could fight America, we could come back here and fight for our people. And they understood that we had made that pact and they started making junkies out of everybody. That's where that heroin came in. And when we got back here, shoot, instead of them fighting, they was talking about, man, you got a hit. We got 10 people dead in Buffalo. It's kind of hard to ignore that. And, and, and see, I even talked to these police officers who's out here fighting for these police for a check and causing the demise of our people. What are you doing, man? What are you doing? So when it comes to, when, when stuff hits the fan, you're going to go in the neighborhood and kill your mama? I don't believe you're going to do it. I believe you're going to wake up. I believe you're going to resist. I believe you're going to become our best soldiers because you trained. I don't believe that you'll come through the neighborhood and kill your mama just because the people that you're killing for give you a paycheck. I just don't want to believe it. I believe you got more more of a conscience than that. But whether it is or not, we're going to organize and we're going to mobilize and we're going to stop this annihilation because, and we understand that we're going to experience some casualties. There's going to be more than us that's laying on the ground dead. Up, you mighty people. Accomplish what you wish. Let's go to 516. 516, question of kind for our guest. New York. Let's go to 215. Before we uh, uh, question a comment for our guests, and then uh, I can hold you over, uh, bring you back on if you want to just mention some things randomly. But uh, question a comment for our guests, 215. Yeah, how you doing, Ben Elliott? How are you, sir? 
But Brother Richard and Alex, I, I, I admit I just tuned in. I had to run, run to the grocery store. I just got back in about 10 minutes. I heard, I heard Brother West when he was on just now. Is Brother Richard there tonight? Yes, we have yeah. guests this evening. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, and, and to you, Brother Malik Shabazz, Assalamu alaikum, if he's still on the line. And I didn't get the name of your guest, Elliot, because like I said, I just tuned in about 10 minutes ago. Uh, he's an international Ajabu. ambassador. Elder Ajabu. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, international ambassador for the new Black Panther Party, Brother uh, Momoja Ajabu. Hey, hey, Brother Ajabu. How you doing, my brother? And, and, and Brother Ajabu, first, it's an honor to talk to you, brother. And I, and I take it, are you a native of Buffalo? No, sir. Okay. Now, the reason I asked because my uh, because I know LAC he was going to have uh, people talking about Buffalo, so I, so I assumed that she was uh, a native. But that's not here today. That's not the deal. I'm just honored to talk to you, nevertheless, because I, I have family in Buffalo. I have half of my family on my mother's side is living in Buffalo, New York. They've been there since the 1950s. My sisters, you know, uncles, cousins, nieces, nephews, all of them live in Buffalo. And matter of fact, well, let me let me camp- let me mention something, uh, not to cut you, you go off, sure. while Brother uh, Ajabu is with us. Um, because you mentioned it on the program here a couple of weeks ago. In fact, not mm-hmm. two weeks. I think it was last week. Yes, sir. Uh, about um, the meeting that they had in the church mm-hmm. when, they, when they shouted uh, Letitia James down. That's correct. Well, Brother Ajabu just mentioned that. I don't know whether it was the same meeting that the mayor got up there and was talking a bunch of uh, uh, loose talk hogwash, and the people mm-hmm. ran him off the stage. That's what Brother Good. Ajabu just stated. Um, yeah, that was oh, that was oh, that was yesterday. So that wasn't the, yes, it, the that wasn't that what was you was talking about, uh, uh, brother. But brother, brother, Jabby, Elliot, Elliot told me that news made my day, brother. I mean, that, that's the next news I like to hear because it's both of them a disgrace to black people. That Mayor Byron Brown, my sister, been telling me about that Negro for you. He's a disgrace in this life, brother Jabo, and he's a disgrace in the next life. He's a despicable Negro, man. He don't hear nothing about us. He's a white folks Negro. I will. I'm, I'm trying to keep it clean because on the radio, but he's really a white man's. He's a he's a he's a he's a white man's n i g g e r. If you get my drift, man. He's, He's not for our people, man. He that nigga been there all them years, and black people suffering in abject poverty, violence from the from these racist devil cops, you know, segregated neighborhoods. You name it. He's sitting. He's sitting at the forefront. Don't do nothing for our people, man. And, and when the sister tried to man against him, it would have did right for our people, sister. Uh, uh, what's the sister? I can't name it. The moment, beautiful sister Indira, sister Indira, uh, uh, India. When sister in- India ran against him and beat him in the primary, the white devils ganged up and they loaded the Republicans that normally don't vote and stuff in, in, in them kind of elections. They came up in the general election, Brother Jabo, and made sure that that Negro stayed in office because he's doing a bit in them because they knew that sister Indira, had she gotten India, would have gotten there, should have been, because she cares about our people, should have gotten there and tried to do things for our people where they made sure they kept her from, from being elected. And, it's, and then the same thing goes for that uh, for that uh, attorney general, Letitia James. She, she, white cops have been murdering and brutalizing black folks in Buffalo like they do in, here in Philadelphia, like they do in many cities across the country. And her, and her office refused to go after these devil cops. But yes, she's going to get up there after that devil shot out people in Buffalo. She's going to get up there and talk a whole lot of big bully talk about how she want to see justice. Man, our people shot at that nigger's down. Said, we don't want to hear nothing you got to say because you had a chance to do right by our people and stuff with these cops doing it, killing our people. You didn't do anything. So get to get your sorry behind off this stage. We don't hear nothing else you got to say. So they shot at her down, Brother Jabba, just like they did that handkerchief head mayor yesterday. 
and I'm glad. Let our people know that all of us not asleep. You know what I mean, brother? Our people waking waking up. We ain't we can tie these niggas coming in front of us with this talking this yang yang stuff, which you know don't amount to a hell of beans. You know what I'm, know what I'm saying? Yes, it do. So, so that makes sense. This warms my heart, brother Jabba, and saying that you that you stand the case, that you have to saying what needs to be said. And you know, brother Jabba, you made me think for something, brother. When you was talking, telling tell the audience, just brother Ellie and brother Bishop, and the listener audience about how how they, how they uh, feel the me sister was saying, black man, what you over here fighting for? You did remind me of a similar incident that happened with a good friend of mine. He's a good friend of me and brother Rob. I mean, me and me and brother Ellie, brother Rob. He's he was in the military right around the same time you was in there. He he made transition last year, but he had the same thing happen. He was down south back in '68, '69, and he said that this our brother from Algeria had a you know he was, he was a Muslim brother. He had his full Muslim garb on, the kufi, everything on, and he said. He was at he was at the um, train station down there, and, and, and what I think of this one of the southern states, was either Georgia or North Carolina, I can't remember which state it was. But anyway, he said the brother told him, he said, brother, he said, why is you over here? He said, brother, I'm from Nigeria. He said, I'm over here, you know, trying to you know, get my, my family over here. There's some family members down here who are, who I'm related to. He said, well, brother, why is you over here? What you got that uniform? He said, brother, what is you over here fighting, fighting, fighting this white man? Well, look how they do out do in America, what the hell is you over there fighting for? Fighting for? So, brother Rob said he looked at the brother. He said, just like you, brother Jawa. He said, it didn't dawn on him at first. He said, he said he kind of looked at the brother kind of strange. He said, and it really didn't resonate with him until like later on. He was like saying, you know, what that brother said to me was so profound. He said it really stuck with him. And he said from that point forward, he says that. It, it, it made him start reassessing himself, reassessing why he over there, why he's you know even you know dealing with these people like that. Because he said it was weird because he said he had followed Malcolm, he had followed the teachers of Honorable Elijah Muhammad, he had, you know he went through all that. He you know he's and so he said, but for whatever reason, he said he didn't he didn't connect the dots until that brother said what he said to him. You know what I mean? See, sometimes like you said, brother Jabo, it takes somebody. Sometimes, like you said, in your case, it took the Vietnamese sister. Sometimes it takes somebody from another country, if you will, to say something for you to, for, for to resonate with you. You know what I mean? Because sometimes it's be right in front of us. You know what I was saying? You're looking for your car keys. You, you tear up the whole house, and where your car keys at, a job, it'll be right in front of you. You see what I'm saying? So, so sometimes... Yeah, so sometimes, sometimes it takes that person to say something to you for, for, for you to connect the dots. And, and Brother Rob, he went through the same thing and stuff. He said, must have, Brother told him that. He said he, his whole thinking about how he viewed the United States military, the America, he said all that stuff kind of hit him like a ton of bricks. And he said, man, that brother is so right. What the hell am I going to go fight against people that ain't did a damn thing to me? But these white folks are murdering our people left and right. Emmett Till, Chuck's bombing, you name it. I'm over here fighting some people here who ain't never did a damn thing to me. You know what I mean? So you're right, brother. Job people waking up, and we got to keep doing what we doing, man. Because like you said, uh, we, 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 we know. I don't talk like you, brother Job. I don't tell people not to vote. But one thing I say: if you're going to vote, vote wisely. Don't keep voting for the same sorry ass Negroes, male and female, Democrat or Republican. There's not going to be part of the plantation politics. The vote party. Vote for black men and women that conscious, that cares about your people. Don't keep voting for these same old drones because the definition of insanity. And I tell this to Ellen Richard all the time, and brother Malik Shabazz, is that you you keep doing the same thing over and over again, you're going to get the same result. So as long as black people keep voting for these same 
them Negroes on the city, state, and federal level that don't give a damn about our people, but number parts of the white establishment, we're going to keep on getting what we're getting. That's just the bottom line. We're going to vote, Brother Ajabo. we got to vote wisely and vote strategically. That's the only way we're going to be And vote is just a tool. It's not even the main thing. It's just a tool of the struggle. But we got other things, like you said, that we have to deal with, deal with these, these Caucasians. We've got other things, how to fight them or, and, and get our people to where we have to go. So I, I applaud you, Brother Ajabo, but keep for being so a strong voice and a strong brother. Keep doing what you doing, brother. May Allah bless you and your family. Stay, keep you safe and strong because we need, we need warriors like you out on the, on, on the front line. But you're not on the front line by yourself, brother Jabba. You got many of us out here, brother West, who just called before me and other sisters and brothers out there that's fighting in, in the struggle to Ellen Richard the same way that's out there fighting for our people, trying to move our people forward. So, brother Jabba, you're not in this fight by yourself, brother. That's all I want to tell you, to, tell you that in closing. And, and, and brother, I'll put me on mute now. Listen to the rest of the show. I'll do that. Thank you, sir. Uh, Brother Jabba, before we let you go, um, you you mentioned that you'll be back up because the people called you and they wanted you to come to Rochester. So that's correct. So Uh, you'll be well, not me, the party. Okay, I'm I'm just a vessel. Okay, and again, all of this is done under the auspices of our chairman. It's his vision that that we're carrying out, and 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 he 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 financed it, and we need help. And the brother just weeps. Man, we need help, and, and and those of us of like minds need to get organized. See, I'm not telling people uh, not to vote, but I am telling them if you think voting is going to stop what happened in Buffalo, uh, you you out of your mind. That was the same situation that 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 uh, Martin Luther King was telling us in 1963. Him and SNCC and uh, Southern Leadership uh, uh, SCLC, Southern what is it? Southern Leadership. Uh, conference. Mm-hmm. That's what they were telling us. 55, 56 years later, we know that's not the case. We've been voting. And I'm not telling you to stop voting. And I agree that you ought to vote for someone that, that will represent our interests a little better than what our interests are being represented. But if you're thinking that the vote is going to solve us getting shot down while shopping at a grocery store, you are mistaken. The only thing that stops a fight a fighter from fighting is you willing to fight the fighter. We've got to be willing to fight, and we've got to be willing to fight in an organized fashion. An organized problem, which is what we have, has an organized solution. You cannot win against an organized problem in an unorganized fashion. You've got to be organized. We've got to get organized. And in our mobilization, we got to do the education to where is that the people that are carrying the guns are trained so that we don't have them inadvertently shooting our soldiers because they don't respect that weapon that they carry. In the military, which 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 is is is, is training killers, they used to tell you uh, there's two kinds of bayonet uh, uh, fighters. Uh, the quick and the dead. Which are you? The quick. We've got to become the quick, but we're even in the military, and everybody has an arm. But before you get an arm, you train. It's six weeks before you pick up a weapon, and they give you lessons on that weapon, how to break it down, how to clean it, what kind of holes it will put in people, where to shoot people to kill them, all of that. But you don't you don't put a gun in somebody's hand that's not trained. 
yes, at this point you got to get it done. But yes, you also got to be intelligent enough uh, to not use it without being trained. And plus, you got to be trained on who the real enemy is. We getting guns and shooting each other. That's because we haven't been trained. We have to be trained, politically trained and educated, so we're motivated to kill the enemy that needs to be killed, the enemy that is killing us. And we are not our enemy. We are our soldier, our fellow soldier, and we need to fight together. And that's what's going to happen in Mississippi. We got the Crips, the Bloods, the Vice Lords, the Gangster Disciples. All of them come together. And they're, 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 they're creed. See, see, they came together uh, to stop that white boy from coming to the neighborhood. And it was the, the, the black uh, uh, Panthers who actually organized them. And when, when, when the, the, the head got killed and ran out of the country, Elgin Cleaver, uh, 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 Huey Newton, uh, uh, Elaine Brown, uh, and, 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 and the others, uh, 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 oh, boy, I can't call him name, his name, and, 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 and he was very important because he was with the, the Slossons, and, and I can't call his name. But they killed him up there on the campus. Uh, Bunchy, Carter, you know, when all of that happened, they killed the, 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 the head, and then others had to, uh, uh, they caused them to flee, to flee. then the, there was no leadership, they put that, that, them drugs in there, and so now they, they, it was the gang war, who's going to control the territory to put that poison in the neighborhood, well, they understand that, and they're coming together and saying, look, we got to grasp uh, 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 the, 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 the reason for our organization, for our being. We've got to reclaim our history, and that's going to happen Juneteenth right there in uh, Mississippi. And it's going to be a, 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 a commemoration of, of the Punchbowl Massacre because we, and here it is again, Slaves, our brothers and sisters, helped the North to defeat the South. We went to the Northern soldiers because we knew that they was going to embrace us because they they was losing the war. We started fighting. They won the war. We we just knew that they was going to embrace us. They put us in a a a, a, a hole, a cavern, which they called a punch bowl, and they allowed 20,000 of our people to starve to death after we done helped them win the war. Why would we keep embracing America? And America is treating us like that. It's the same thing over in South Africa, Azania. When I was over there, I was over there a couple of months ago. They understand that that, that uh, we got to fight. They, 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 there's a king over there who has a kingdom, and he took me on a tour of his kingdom, and on his kingdom, he showed me four mining operations. They're extracting platinum, gold, diamonds, copper, uh, manganese, uh, and the list goes on, chrome. He told me that in order for those people to mine, they have to pay the government $51 billion a month. Billion. 
51 billion every 30 days. And even though it's his land, he doesn't get a penny. They tell him the court ruled that, yes, yeah, your land, but you don't own the mineral rights. He said that he would be willing to give us that 51 billion because if you understand that that's what they're paying the man, are they making the killing what they're getting out of the ground? He says that if we'd help, he would give us the 51 billion. 51 billion, look, there's 47 million, about 47 million people of African descent in America. If we divided 51 billion equally, that's about $13,000 a month. So, so just, just to, 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 to help our brothers reclaim our land sitting on our butts, we could realize 13 grand a month. He says that they don't, they don't need for us to fight. They don't need for us to, to do any, any, anything militarily. He, all we need to do is create the political climate here in America that will make uh, America uh, reluctant to join the fight. And they called the white folks that came over there and took their land, they called them settlers. We call them crackers. But they're, they're saying is one settler, one bully. Bullet, bullet, settler, settler. We need to embrace the same philosophy and come one, not only become one in Buffalo, but become one in Buffalo and Philly and Indianapolis and Chicago and Natchez, Mississippi. In, in in South Africa, and there was people there from Azania, from, from uh, Ethiopia. All of us are talking about coming together and making our brothers and sisters' problems, our problems, and solving them together. And again, all of this is under the vision or active vision of Dr. Malik Zulu Shabazz. He made all of that happen. And we need help. He needs help. Cash app. Dollar sign, expenses, nine nine eight six. Give us a dollar or two. Help us to wage this war. Thank you so much. Thank you for being with us, sir. We'll talk to you soon. I look forward to it. Peace. We're gonna take a brief break, and uh, when we come back, we'll uh, we'll finish things out. Uh, Time we left, uh, time that's left, you can still give us a call at 215 490 That's 215-490-9832. Time for an awakening. We'll be right back. Listening to Time for an Awakening. Time for an Awakening with host Brother Elliot and Brother Richard on Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasting or live program scheduling, hit them up at Time for an Awakening at gmail.com.
All Insurance Incorporated, an African-American owned and operated insurance agency in business for over 20 years. Located at 231 Southeastern Road in Glenside, PA, with other offices in Germantown and West Philadelphia. Call now for commercial insurance quotes, homeowners insurance quotes, automobile insurance quotes, notary and tax services. Representing over 15 major A-rated insurance companies. Offering a discount on all notary services when you call in for a free quote. Call this number, 21 21- 215-885-2444. That number is 215-885-2444. 215-885-2444. All Insurance Incorporated. RG Electrical Inspections provides electrical inspections for realtors, licensed electricians, and homeowners. Licensed and insured underwriter, serving Philadelphia and surrounding area. Call today, 484-268-9837. Escape the digital plantation. Abibitumi.com, abibitumi.tv, abibitumi.tv.com, abibitumi.store are here for you. You are ready to be free of non-African social media. Don't run from danger, run to safety. Abibitumi.com is here for you. You are ready to be free of digital plantations to control your own products. Abibitumi.store is here for you. A-B-I-B-I-T-U-M-I, Black Power, A-B-I-B-I-T-U-M-I. The only word you need to know to join your global commit to you black family, to join your interconnected commit to you black communities, escape the digital plantation now. Abibitumi.com, abibitumi.tv, abibitumi.tv.com, abibitumi.store. We are here for you. Escape the digital plantation. In this crooked game of power politics here in America, the Negro, namely the race problem, integration, civil rights issues, are all nothing but tools used by the whites who call themselves liberals against another group of whites who call themselves conservatives, either to get into power or to retain power. Among whites here in America, The political teams are no longer divided into Democrats and Republicans. The whites who are now struggling for control of the American political throne are divided into liberal and conservative camps. The white liberals from both parties cross party lines to work together toward the same goal. And white conservatives from both parties do likewise. The white liberal differs from the white conservative only in one way. The liberal is more deceitful, more hypocritical than the conservative. Both want power, but the white liberal is the one who has perfected the art of posing as the Negro's friend and benefactor. And by winning the friendship and support of the Negro, the white liberal is able to use the Negro as a pawn or a weapon in this political football game that is constantly raging between the white liberals and the white conservatives. The American Negro is nothing but a political football. Since the 60s, you will see nothing but betrayals by the petty bourgeois elements in our society. 
The African bourgeoisie is the most corrupt bourgeoisie in the world. In Africa, they seek luxury in the midst of mass suffering. There are more Mercedes in Africa than in any other continent in the world. In America, as soon as they arrive at a position based on this blood of the people, they snatch that position and run away from the people. But you must not think that they represent the people. They only represent their opportunistic self using the people every step of the way. So you must not be confused. The petty bourgeoisie everywhere will be running for cover, but the masses will spare them not. Consequently, we who have dedicated our lives to the people's struggle, we, who knowing that the people will always be free, we, understanding that we must make a contribution to qualify our struggle since the 60s, have been, have been dedicating all our energies to only one task, the organization of the masses of our people. We are not running for mayor, we're not running for president. No changes can come from the top down. We're not stupid. Changes can only come from the bottom up. The masses and the masses alone can make them. If you want to learn something from the 60s, the lesson is simple. Organize the masses of the people. Thank you. You're the one who put the present Democratic administration in Washington, D.C. The whites were evenly divided. It was the fact that you threw 80% of your votes behind the Democrats that put the Democrats in the White House. The, when you see this, you can see that the Negro vote is the key factor. And despite the fact that you are in a position to, de, to be the determining factor, what do you get out of it? The Democrats have been in Washington, D.C. only because of the Negro vote. They've been down there four years. And all other legislation they wanted to bring up, they brought it up and gotten it out of the way, and now they bring up you. And now they bring up you. You put them first, and they put you last, because you're a chump. A political chump. The party that you backs controls two-thirds of the House of Representatives and the Senate, and still they can't keep their promise to you, because you're a chump. Anytime you throw your weight behind a political party that controls two-thirds of the government and that party can't keep the promise that it made to you during election time and you are dumb enough to walk around continuing to identify yourself with that party, you're not only a chump, but you're a traitor to your race. Welcome back to Time for an Awakening Sunday edition. And we thank our guests to spend some time with us this evening. Attorney Malik Zulu Shabazz, uh, uh, organizer, uh, brother uh, Mamadou uh, Abaju, and uh, brother C. Main uh, didn't make it on with us. Uh, I got a text that they were involved in a uh, emergency uh, uh, conference, Richard, uh, about next week. Uh, but um, before we uh, go this evening, I want to. Uh, read again a couple of announcements. The uh, National Black Radical Convention uh, Building Principle Unity is next weekend, June 10th to the 12th. Uh, Friday, it starts out uh, from 6 until. They come back Saturday morning. 
uh, from 10 until 6 that evening, and then Sunday from 10 uh, until it ends. It's uh, at the, it's in Pittsburgh, well, right outside of Pittsburgh in Braddock. The location, the physical location is 849 Braddock Avenue in Braddock, PA. Uh, in-person attendance, you can register at the Eventbrite uh, under the Black Political, uh, Black National uh, Radical Political Convention. And also they got an online registration also. So it'll be virtual and in-person. That's next week. The National Black Radical Political Convention, Building Principled Unity, June 10th to the 12th. Brother Clid and others are going to be doing some work out there, and uh, we'll get an update on what happened uh, at the convention. In fact, uh, I'm going to try to air some of it on Time for an Awakening. Uh, so just uh, keep uh, keep your ear kind of to, to some of the other programs because I'll make sure that if we're going to air it, Richard, I'll have it uh, mentioned either on Dr. Rogers or Brother Oshie's program. Maybe they can uh, mention it also. Uh, and then I guess this evening, the gathering that's happening Juneteenth weekend, uh, history is, uh, set to be made on Juneteenth weekend, June 18th to 19th, the National Black Unity Convention convenes in uh, Jackson and Natchez, Mississippi on Saturday morning, June 18th, the National Self-Defense Training is taking place in Jackson. Uh, followed by the National Street Tribe Summit, which will be held at Grove Park in Jackson, Mississippi, later on that day. And then on Sunday, June 19th, from 12 until uh, the National Self-Defense Second Amendment Assembly, entitled Gathering of the Armies, will will occur in Natchez, Mississippi, uh, followed by the uh, Black Unity Family Gathering at the Devil's Punch Bowl. So it's a lot of things happening uh, this month. Uh, some local events also. So, uh, you know, we'll kind of uh, billboard a lot of these activities uh, that our people can be involved in. Uh, Richard, uh, yes. your opinion on uh, some of the things we talked about this evening? I'm, um, well, I'm, I'm excited to hear that um, Brother Ajabu, you know, mentioned that there's young people who are. Uh, <laughs> I, caught, I, caught, I caught that. Go ahead. And I think that that's um, telling. Um, I'm hoping, you know, that's one. I'm also, it's also in, interesting to hear the political, you know, you, you've been um, mentioning about the Urban League report and how. Um, in their report, they were talking about how young people weren't, um, they're concerned about young people not voting. Um, and, and it was interesting, you know, for them to bring up, he, you know, he's going to run there to present this. Um, You're talking about Mariel. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, uh, you know, um, candy. And again, young people um, are not, are recognizing that this is broader. Um I just, um, you heard me use the word sustainability, um, and, and also the point that the, the need for, and I, when I, when I say political organi- political education, I'm not necessarily in relationship to voting, but in relationship to controlling 
um, you know, being aware um, and actively engaged in knowing how the political machinery work. Um, because um, this mayor, Byron Williams, should not, um, for those young people who organize around protecting their community, um, they, they, they know um, he's not one there. And maybe from what um, brother, uh, if it wasn't him, uh, Jabu or um, 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 brother Joe was saying, the uh, attorney general. So these are the kind of people that you don't need to be in, in place when you're talking about you really are want to take control of your community um, 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 from a um, self-defense perspective and from a power perspective, um, because having that food desert, uh, food, only one shop um, to feed, feed yourself um, also shows there's other things that can be done. So it's, it's encouraging. It's, in, it's encouraging that what's going to be happening with the Juneteenth National Black Unity Convention, which, you know, are bringing other um, organized, uh, quote unquote, street communities together is encouraging. But although, not but, although we have to take lessons from the past when we were in these moments before and we see that um, how um, even with that incident of um, uh, Mr. Uh, Salter Jr., whether that's the, whether it's true, uh, you know, a, a, a true series of events that, that it was intentional for him, or even if it wasn't true series of events, that it was intentional. It's, and it's just coincidental. Um, we have that the, he was coming up with something that would have had a major effect in the economic development of that community if they were able to put it in place in their community. Well, that the community, not only in the community, period. I mean, uh, in the world. Right. Richard, um, and, and I'm glad he mentioned that. Now, he gave his opinion on about uh, – he think it was an assassination. It's right. really kind of strange, Richard. Now, Cariel, Miss Horn, Cariel Holloman Horn, who had been on our program before uh, a number of years ago when she first got fired from the Buffalo Police Department for stopping that white boy from abusing. He was choking uh, a black resident. You remember that incident, Richard? I don't know whether you was even on the program at that time. Program. Uh, but she was on the program at that time. Um she had lost her job. Uh, they fired her. She was fighting to get her pension. She sent me uh, uh, the video of the gentleman because she knew him. She worked with him. She knew him personally. And I, I got to forward it to you, Richard. I, I mean, he I was he was doing a demonstration with the car. Right. Uh, yes, I did see it. It, and it runs on it was running on water. In fact, she said that he was uh, slated to meet with partners. Uh, what a couple of days before that incident happened? Yes. Yeah, because the video it showed that he wanted to that this was to show the test that it had to pass in order to be validated for the pass. Yes. Mm. Yeah, and it, it was, and it was a car that actually ran on water. 
I mean, the brother was a, <laughs> evidently he was more than a police officer. But uh, yeah, I, 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 wow. You know, I got to try to get her on because uh, a couple of months ago when she was in the news, I reached out to her and, and uh, she couldn't do the program at the time. But I got to try to get her back on, especially after all these events happened up there. And she's close to the neighborhood. She never moved out of the neighborhood. And she always, even though she was an officer, she wanted to protect the community until that incident happened where she was uh, stopping that white boy from abusing uh, black people and they fired her from the force. Got to get her back on uh, uh, soon. Hopefully we can get her back. But I just, uh, you know, it was uh, uh, kind of ironic that he mentioned that. And I saw, you know, what the what the brother had done up there in re- relation to the uh, uh, the gas, the, the not gas, the water-powered vehicles. Yeah, it's, it's um, you know, it's it's a lot of uh, of things that you know we can, uh, and 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 it's a lot of things going on in this moment. Um, but it, it, although it still requires us to do, to be, you know, use critical thinking skills, um, do not deny history, and recognize that, um, you know, that that swap thing. To, to assess our strength, our weaknesses, our opportunities, our oppositions, and our threats, you know, um, because now, um, you know, people are stressed out um, for a lot of different reasons, now, whether you call it inflation, whether you call it gas prices, whether you call it, you know, the COVID, you know, going and coming, uh, you know, um, you know, um, wanting to vaccinate children. Um, it's, it's, you know, just a lot of different things that we have to deal with. And our communities are not really built to handle um, these kind of stress from a healthy perspective. And that's what we need to put in front of ourselves. How do we do that? Um, and young people are, are, are recognizing it. You know, what he said, he said he, he was surprised, 20, 30, the number. Uh, age number that they were in mm-hmm. you know so that's that's the way i you, see it it's, it's good you know he also mentioned about the and we we talked about it last week on the program and <clears throat> i was trying to search for a word to use when i said that they were the media and certain members of the the powers that be was was happy that that incident happened in Evaldi because it took Buffalo off the front page. Do you remember, Richard? Yes. Yes. And if you look now, I think next week <clears throat> they're going to have people speak before Congress. And they was, they was billboarding some of the young children that was in the school in Evaldi was going to speak before Congress. I don't know whether you've heard that. No. Um, they, they, I don't know what day it is. I think they're supposed to speak before Congress next week. And they also said that members of Buffalo that was in the supermarket was going to speak also. Now, Richard, I'm no, and that's what I wanted to ask Attorney Shabazz, but he he was called away while he was on the program. I'm no attorney, far from it. But how do you, and see, that's the shell game that they play with black people. Now, this guy was a little more than just somebody deranged like the, the, the guy in Buffalo that went in and shot his doctor 
shot the uh, 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 receptionist and shot the patient that was in there. Mm-hmm. It's a little, it was a lot different than that. So how do you lump them together with the children in Evaldi? That whole incident that happened in Buffalo, when the, the, the president, along with white media, said that this guy was a lone wolf. And then all the other backstories that come out show that he wasn't a lone wolf. Mm-hmm. That over 25 people had logged onto that site to watch him murder our people. Nobody called the authorities. And one of the people, and it might be multiple people, but it, they leaked out that one of the people that was there or involved was a retired agent. Mm-hmm. They didn't say whether he was CIA or FBI, just a retired agent. When the media, the investigative reporter, went to the Justice Department, they didn't have a comment. When they went to uh, the New York, the New York State's Attorney General's office, which is Letitia James, she issued a statement through her assistant or secretary or whatever that they don't have any comment. Mm-hmm. So it's no obligation to let black folks know what they're dealing with. Although Richard, they had already stated this FBI, this country's FBI already stated that a lot of those supremacists and, and whatever white, white nationalists is on these police forces and in these governmental agencies. Yep. So that should be a separate, in my opinion, that's a separate investigation that should be done. You don't lump them in with the, what's, what didn't happen in Evaldi, somebody running up in the school shooting children. Right. Especially after you've been saying, you, you come out saying that this was racially, directly racially motivated. Yeah. He, he, it was clear that he was uh, from a white terrorist organization. They got a separate uh, uh, entity in the Justice Department for white terror. Or not for, excuse me, not for white terror. Supposed to be for terrorists, domestic terrorists. So how do you just lump them in with uh, children in Evaldi? That's a whole separate thing. But they want to take that off the front pages. In fact, you haven't heard any more about this uh, retired agent that was involved. They know who he is. I haven't heard any more, have you? They're going to make yep. sure they talk about Evaldi, this fool that went in there and killed the black doctor. He was black himself that went in there and shot the doctor and shot the receptionist. And they're going to make sure they talk about everything else. Somebody might kill their dog. They'll talk about that. They're going to talk about everything else beside this white supremacist who was involved in a terrorist network and former agents involved with him. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's the other thing that's interesting is, I mean, you know, coming across me, how many shootings are are that they're promoting? I'm calling promoting, but seems to be a part of the consciousness now in the media. I mean, they, you would think that the the country just everybody just running around shooting everybody. Florida, I mean, it's all these different. I mean, today, I mean, Philly, it's just. Which, which like puts further and further away from what happened in Buffalo. I don't know what the Freudian slip me be saying Baltimore, but you know what happened in Buffalo and the context that it happened. The point that you're making. Uh, you know, we we got to wake up as a people. I mean, we're in a society among people that has always been violent. You look at their history; they have always been violent. 
and we've been here so long, and some of our people have, have picked up a lot of these habits and ways, and this stuff, we got to start. We got to wake up as a group of people and know who we are. We got to make a choice. and then, Exactly, and then we can do something about it. But this stuff is it's, it's almost like, uh, you know, what the, the, the um, Harold Melvin had a song, the Blue Notes, here years ago. You can't hide from yourself. Mm. Everywhere you go, there you are. I mean, this this violence is following Europeans. It follows them like a shadow. They came here and inhabited the country, not inhabited, killed, committed genocide on the uh, residents of the, the country that they was in. Brought our people over here and tried to commit genocide. Just as our people, just like the brother mentioned on here, everything he did to try to uh, to diminish the the uh, our people being here, we kind of flourished in in the hell hellish condition that we were in. Every time you look, it's another war. It's weapons sold around the world. Every conflict that's going on in the world, United States either selling weapons to one side selling weapons to the other side or selling weapons to both sides. So it's violence. It's following these people. It's violence. We got to disassociate ourselves from this. Almost like if you were coming up and it was a bad crowd that you hung around. If you don't disassociate yourself with them, you're going to get caught up. And a lot of our people are caught up in this. True that. Richard, before we go, let me, it's kind of funny when you kind of follow what these people are doing and notice the contradictions all the time. And being that we don't have the proper vehicles, and I'm talking about some of these, the, the few uh, 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 terrestrial black talk programs and black media that call a spade a spade, they don't do that because they uh, they uh, they might offend white people they might offend their allies, and then the money will be cut off. Then they won't have a job. So at the expense of their people, they don't they don't discuss these issues like they should. But let, let me it's got it ain't funny. But let, let me I just saw uh, a couple of days ago that uh, the Justice Department. Now, this Justice Department now is Democratic. It was appointed by Biden. Uh, decides not to charge Mark Meadows and uh, one of his other the other ones that uh, in the contempt of Congress for defying uh, this January 6th committee come in and testify. So they're not going to charge them with anything. Their own brothers. I don't care whether it was on the other side of the other side of the so-called aisle. They're Europeans. Mm-hmm. Now they'll charge other ones low hanging fruit, but some of these other ones that are in some what uh, considered positions of power, they they're not charging. Now the same Justice Department uh, on the 29th of um, this month, less than a week ago, really. Let me let me read this, uh, Grandmaster Jay who was accused of pointing a rifle at federal officers during the Breonna Taylor protests in downtown Louisville was found guilty on Friday. Mm -hmm. John Fitzgerald Johnson faced two federal charges stemming from the alleged incident 
in September 2020. This incident took place uh, while various groups was protesting at Jefferson Square Park in downtown Louisville. Those groups said that they were demonstrating because they felt the Kentucky, Kentucky Derby should not be taking place when no criminal charges had been filed in connection with the death of Breonna Taylor and still no criminal charges have been filed, Richard. Uh, Johnson took the stand on Thursday and Friday, testified about the position uh, as a leader of uh, his black, the black militia group. The jury ultimately found him guilty uh, on counts of assaulting, resisting and impeding a federal officer and one count of brandishing a firearm in retaliation retaliation to a crime of violence. Uh, he could face up to 20 years in prison. Now, he was found guilty by the Justice Department in relation to this uh, for protesting with guns. You remember they were out there protesting with guns. Uh, but if you remember, Richard, before the... Um, the shutdown, a lot of these shutdowns that happened during COVID. And a lot of the state capitals and Pennsylvania was not exempt. In Harrisburg, Michigan, and other places, these white folks was going in there with guns, automatic weapons. You remember? Yep. Protesting with guns. And what? What happened? I thought that was supposed to be your constitutional right to ban arms. But when he did it, he's found guilty of charges. Uh, that kind of takes me back to <laughs> this published report. It was a couple of months ago. If you remember those guys that tried to kidnap the governor of Michigan. You remember, Richard? Yeah. Let me read that again, just to, because I always like to point out the contradictions, man, for some of our folks. Grand Rapids, Michigan, a jury acquitted two men of all the charges in the plot to kidnap Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer, but couldn't reach verdicts against the other two uh, alleged leaders. A stunning defeat for the government after a week-long trial that centered on the remarkable FBI sting operation just before the 2020 election. Daniel Harris, 24, Brandon Cassily, 33 was found not guilty in conspiracy. In addition, Harris was acquitted of all charges related to explosives and guns. The jury could not reach verdicts for an Adam Fox, 38, and Barry Croft, 46. Uh, they were among the six who were arrested in October uh, for a plot to kidnap and, and kill the governor. Four thousand uh, dollars and, and raising four thousand dollars for explosives uh, to blow up a bridge and stymie any police response to the kidnapping, according to trial testimony. Prosecutors said that the group was steeped in anti-government extremism and furious over Whitmer's pandemic restrictions. There was evidence of crudely built a crudely built shooter house to practice going in and out of her vacation home in a night ride by Croft Fox uh, uh, and converted operatives to check the property. But defense attorneys, uh, lawyers, portrayed the men as credulous 
weekend warriors, Richard, mm. often stoned on marijuana and prone to big talk, big and wild talk. They said the FBI agents and informants tricked them and cajoled the men into targeting the governor. Harris, one of the uh, defendants, testified in his own defense, repeatedly telling jurors absolutely not when asked if he targeted the governor. I think what the FBI did was unconscionable, Hmm. uh, said one of the men's attorneys. Uh, I think the jury was sent a message loud and clear that these tactics are not going to condone uh, what they've done here. So you, (laughs) Richard, you got four men that was involved in trying to kidnap and kill the governor. Two of them was acquitted of all charges. And two of them, they couldn't reach it. It was a hung jury. They claimed that they was cajoled into doing this by FBI informant. Mm. Yeah. But I'm just reading that because you could imagine what would happen. In fact, that's what happened all during uh, 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 the the Black Power era. Mm-hmm. All these trumped up charges, and, and, and whether FBI was involved or not, to try to get men to do things, uh, buy weapons, and things of that nature. But when it's four white boys, even though they were caught going to, I think that at the time when they were caught, they were going to her place. Mm-hmm. but they was acquitted. But you got a brother out here that was marching because uh, Breonna Taylor hadn't gotten justice and they were marching with weapons, got convicted, got found guilty. I'm sorry. And Breonna Taylor still haven't gotten justice from the so-called justice department. So it don't matter whether it's Trump in here or Biden. Our people ain't getting justice from these folks. Whatever we going to do, we got to do it ourselves. That's true. Richard, let me wind up on this because it kind of puts a bow on on, uh, what we talked about this evening. It was a pre-research report that came out three days ago. And uh, the header is safety concerns were top of the mind for many black Americans before the Buffalo shooting. It says safety concerns were top of the mind for many black Americans well before the white gunman killed 10 people, all of them black, in a mass shooting at a Buffalo uh, grocery store in Buffalo. I don't think all of them, well, 10 of them was black. I think it was one white person, wasn't it, Richard? One or two. Okay. Uh, According to the Pew Research Center conducted in mid-April, now this was before Buffalo, Richard, Mm -hmm. around one-third of blacks nationally said that they were worried every day or almost, excuse me, worried every day or almost every day that they might be threatened or attacked because of their race, race or ethnicity. The same survey, around one, uh, around three in ten black adults 
said that being threatened or attacked was a concern, and they made changes to their daily schedule or routines in the past years because of those fears. Now, this uh, it, it, uh, they used uh, primary uh, surveys conducted on uh, April 25th to May 1st, 2022, of 5,074 black adults. April 11th to the 17th, uh, 2022, of 10,000 black adults. October 18th to the 24th in 2021, of 9,676 uh, black adults. And the first one that was conducted on April 4th to the 17th, 2021, of 3,912 black adults. So this was before um, Buffalo, Richard. Mm-hmm. Where from this survey, one third of black people that live in this country said that they were worried on a regular basis about being attacked because of their race. And that's uh, it says 32 percent says that they have changed their uh, daily schedule or routine in the past year to accommodate those fears. So if our people are still afraid in this country, then what are we going to do about it? Rely on the police? We see what's happening uh, in in, in that respect. We're going to have to do this ourselves. Whether it's neighborhood policing, uh, training our people, and I fully agree with training our people how to use weapons. But this violence that's going on from outside of the community, being perpetrated on our people in the community, and this violence that's going on in the communities has to be stopped by us. Before we leave tonight, let me give the lineup on time for an awakening media. Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. African Perspectives with other Oshi, always interesting topics. And dialogue on African perspectives. That's 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Later on Monday evenings, Black Therapy Central with host Dr. Maria Kamban and Dr. Kamal Kamban. And later on from 9 to 10, Monday evenings, Conversation Reparations. That's the first and third Mondays of the month with Brother Jamoke as host. On Tuesday from 8 to 10 p.m., Black Reality Think Tank with Dr. William Rogers as hosts. On Wednesday, it's our time, the Black Farmers Program from 8 to 9. And from 9 to 10, the Black Agenda Report with Dr. David Muhammad. On Fridays, time for an awakening is back from 10 until then on Saturdays. From 7 to 9, the elders of Sankofa with Brother Alfonso Watkins. Uh, Before we go, Richard, uh, I guess you, you getting ready, ain't you? Oh yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Well, listen. To, to let your brother know. Congratulations, man. This is his first marriage. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, all right. Well, he'll he'll be all right. He better. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank everybody for listening to the program this evening. Lively discussion as always, and we'll be back on Friday, Lord willing.
to continue on this path towards an awakening. Peace. Peace. If you're driving through the country on a lazy afternoon Or you're watching your children playing after school
children to save the children to save the children 